Magneto Funky, number 117. It's Friday, March 29th, 2019. Hey, Larry here. This week, it's hands off the Benitez doohickeys as I turn to circuit simulators to help diagnose the system. The music is another spring sampling of new indie tunes from the submissions pile.
Okay, that was Familiar by A Haunt We Go, an alternative rock indie band in Fairfax, Virginia, sent in reaction to the freshly updated Craigslist ads uh, sent out to the different beats I'm covering. Cool. Hey, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, a weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics, with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory. Uh, after the power tests of the Benitez circuits, and seeing that I can't trust circuit schematics unless I actually build and run the damn things, circuit analysis has to go to the next level. Beyond just running components through Ohm's law and Kirchhoff's current and voltage laws to get all the currents and voltages in a circuit design, which is where circuit simulators come in. Now, if I was taking a college-level electronics class, simulators would make up the lab part of building and testing. Thing is, most simulators come with just analog component models as default. Uh, ICs, like the 555 timer, you'd have to build from scratch. But luckily there are macro models out there for the A-stable circuit that other people have put together over the years. Now, as for which simulator to use out of the many, many variations, I looked at uh, Quark's uh, QUCS Quite Universal Circuit Simulator and LT Spice. Uh, but I'm gonna stick with Spice. I mean, they're both easy to use graphically. If you're just slapping resistors, diodes, and wires on the grid, I mean, my first day playing with either one of them, I had the Benitez 7.5 circuit up and running. A lot more difficulty with the Quark stuff. But my two power plants include the 555 timer, a transformer, and a magnetically quenched spark gap. Now, the transformer, like the 555, has models other folks have built. The spark gap? Yeah, my particular spark gap will have to be from scratch. So I'd rather tackle the spice learning curve, even though it's not a program for beginners. And even if all I do is wind up doing the script kitty on this thing. Uh, anyway, I did find and download the free PDF book, Power Specialist's App Notebook from Intosoft. Uh, it contains over 35 technical articles on power supply design and power electronics modeling, which includes transformers and spark gaps. Uh, okay, uh, coming back with looking at output inverters for the Benitez 7.5. Okay, back to the stage. Continuing the spring new indie set with Dark Places by The Frontier, the indie pop project 
emerging from the D.C. area that combines mainstream rock and indie flavors. Then it's In Sunlar by She Passed Away, the dark wave post-punk duo playing minimalist poetry sung in Turkish. Seeing shadows 
Okay, second set opens with Down the Line by Thieves and Lovers, the acoustic rock alternative pop band out of Baltimore that was formed out here in sunny Southern California. And we wrap with local Bay Area rock and roll band Black Angel. Uh, Their new tune is Long Live the Dirty South. Right on. I've come to find I couldn't be what you wanted So I'll get on down the line And just send me on my way Faded out and shady The end has come to stay Last chance 
Yeah, today it's late Friday, the 29th of March. And to no one's surprise, the Mueller report is being stalled as Uncle Caligula does another round of Nazi red hat rallies. But you know, if total vindication means removing one shovel full of dirt from the mountain of unconstitutional bullshit that P. Grabby and his willing minions keep adding to, the gaslight is getting thin. If the report did totally clear him, it would be splashed on the front page of the Washington Examiner, not hidden under a four-page press release. And if Congress, and all of us who paid for it, really wanted to see the complete unredacted document, we don't need WikiLeaks. Just go to the office of Nazi Channel Propaganda Minister and Slumlord, Sean Hannity, or the Demon Lord Dungeon of Oxycontin boner boy Rush Limbaugh. They're going over it and indicating what to redact and what to spin. Uh, meanwhile, the minions have jack shit to say about Orange Queenie quipping about machine gunning refugees on the southern border while all kinds of hinkty shit is happening on the Canadian border. Uh, but you didn't hear that from me. And lastly, after the Democratic Thunderdome primaries are all over next year, whether I supported the candidate or not, I'm absolutely voting for whoever wins the nomination. And all the rest of these folks should go into the cabinet. And Daily Coast, kiss my ass with that dumbass civics poll. Anyway, let's run a few dates. Okay, March the 30th is Earth Hour and it's National Doctors Day. Uh, also on the 30th, we have an event all out for Gaza. That'll be happening from noon to 3 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time at the 24th Street Mission BART station. Now Saturday will mark the first anniversary of the Great March of Return in Gaza and the 43rd anniversary of Land Day in Palestine. In the past year, more than 240 Palestinians have been killed, thousands wounded by live fire, and thousands more by tear gas and other weapons. Despite being trapped inside the largest open-air prison in the world and confronting one of the world's most powerful militaries, the Palestinians in Gaza have continued their heroic resistance. The P. Grabby administration and the Democrat Party leader... 
Democrat. And the Democratic Party leaders in Congress have not only supported Israel's murderous assault, but also continue to provide the weapons to carry it out. They're seeking to criminalize the boycott, divestment, and sanctions campaign. And, you know, Chuck Schumer, you ain't helping by comparing Ilhan Omar to friggin' Nazis. And I've said before, but I'll say it again. You want to criticize the Israeli government without being anti-Semitic? Simple. On the world stage, the Israeli government and their relationship with the U.S., they're the neighborhood bully's asshole kid brother. Enough said. Okay, March 31st is Cesar Chavez Day in California, and it's National Crayon Day. And yeah, April Fool's, or mainly Amateur Day. Uh, April the 2nd is World Autism Awareness Day, which has not a damn thing to do with vaccines. Uh, also on April the 2nd, the Oakland Short Film Festival. That'll be happening from 6 to 10 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time at the New Parkway, 474 24th Street in Oakland. Now, this is an event founded by filmmakers for filmmakers. Uh, they aim to create a festival where independent short films of all genres and countries of origin get the recognition they deserve, where filmmakers can come together and celebrate each other's work filled with movie fanatics. Uh, they aim to show people the high quality of short films and how they provide a unique film experience, which can be just as rewarding and interesting as watching a feature-length film. I'll go with that. Uh, let's see, also on the 2nd, we have the Black Futures Lab and the Black Census Project. That'll be from 6.30 to 7.45 p.m. at Inforum at the Commonwealth Club, 110 The Embarcadero here in the city. Uh, the issues facing black communities are often complicated, nuanced, and heavily weighed by centuries of historical injustice. Black Futures Lab, founded by Black Lives Matter co-founder Alicia Garza, works to make black people powerful in politics by transforming black communities into constituencies that build power in cities and states. The Black Futures Lab recently completed the largest survey of black people since Reconstruction, with nearly 40,000 respondents from diverse communities across the nation uh, join Garza and other experts for a conversation about the inaugural data results and how to use this data to create solutions with lasting impact. Moving on, uh, April 3rd is Iara and Miraj, the Muslim holiday that commemorates the Prophet Muhammad's journey from Mecca to Jerusalem and his ascent into heaven. And also on the 3rd, we have Curiosity, a writing and performance workshop that'll be from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time at Culture Collective, 1714 Franklin Street in Oakland, uh, celebrating LGBTQIA plus youth voices in the Bay Area and uh, taught by Youth Speaks poets, including Sarah O'Neill and Janae Johnson. Matter of fact, this event uh, happens every Wednesday from March 20th to May 22nd. Culture Collective is near the 19th Street BART station. Cool. Uh, this workshop will explore personal and historical narratives 
that reframe perceptions of language, sexuality, and gender. Participants will be encouraged to write, learn performance techniques, and create the deepest space imaginable. Right on. And wrapping up, April 4th, which is known for a lot of other stuff, it's also Mind Awareness Day. Okay, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, and art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com and bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice, uh, very briefly. To be honest, I spent most of the non-lab time this week on deciding between the Quux and the LT Spice and going through the tutorial. Uh, assuming the output inverter would be just a few components added to the breadboard. But when I turned to just this simple inverter on the Google, I fell into a crap load of data on DC to AC power inverters, emitter followers, and transistor switch inverters. And I'm not sure they're all the same thing. Now, it took a day just to scan through all this to guesstimate that the transistor switch inverter, specifically the PNP transistor version, the last lab notes pick from last week, is the thing I should try to configure instead of all the other top-heavy setups. Uh, for now, I'm not 100% sure. So I'm still going to have to go back through all that too-long-didn't-read data again. And though I don't have any components to buy right now, the guy at the Berkeley shop may be able to give me a simple yes or no answer on this subject. And while there, I might see if they have a variable air capacitor, a part mentioned quite a few times as a way to set resonance frequency. Well, funny thing, I recognized the part from back in the day when I've taken apart an old radio or so. Oh, well, anyway, I got a lot of reading to do on this, and as for Alex Core. I'm not convinced his final one battery to charge four battery system is worth a damn until I run it through a simulator. Okay, for this week's One More Tune, we close out with I Want You But I Can't Have You by Shadow, the up-and-coming jazz R&B neo-soul artist based down in Arlington, Texas. Nice.
well. Okay. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. I'm on iTunes, Internet Archive, Google Play, Spotify, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Listen Notes, Podknife, and Mixcloud. Episode notes are on the pod pages, and you can download the MP3 directly. Uh, send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. And if you like, subscribe. If you like the show, tell your friends. And how come there's no docudrama on the fascist coup the American Nazi royal pricks tried to pull on FDR and that Congress covered up for the good of the nation back in the day? Uh, Show themes, Rocket Power and Spyglass, by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Friday, April 5th. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.